0: Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth.
1: I'm Coach Margaret.
0: And today we're going to be talking about your partner's mental health. One of the things that people rarely think about is how mental health is directly related to somebody's ability to do a relationship and how they are going to function in life. Right. That goes for yourself as well. So it's equally important to understand your own mental health. Right. But you've got to understand that mental health is going to seriously impact your ability to do a long-term commitment, right. to communicate, to express your needs, to regulate your emotions.
1: And for your partner too.
0: Exactly. Yeah. A lot of different areas. Yep. But most people don't even think about it okay right. so today we're going to look closer at mental health and diagnosing mm-hmm. because you may be in a situation where you have a partner that has some kind of mental health issue or perhaps you do and you're not really realizing how that impacted the relationship right. so let's talk about this today and Barbara. i don't
1: want anybody to panic because there's very little here that can't be dealt with if you're willing Okay? I'm going to try and keep it simple, but I know we throw terms around sometimes. <clears throat> and Basically, there are two categories I want to talk about. One is major mental illness. Okay? Those are the big three, and I'm going to talk about them in a minute. And there are personality disorders. So I want to clarify a little bit what we're talking about when we say those things. Mm-hmm. Okay? Major mental illness is an overwhelming, serious illness that renders you unable to function. Usually, it involves a chemical imbalance in the system somewhere, and usually it has to be treated with medication. Okay. Mm -hmm. The two big ones are schizophrenia, which I don't think we've come across or talked much about. Uh, But schizophrenia is a thought disorder, which means your thoughts don't work, you can't get them together. When you do, they don't make sense. People who have schizophrenia hallucinate. They see things that aren't there. They have conversations with people who aren't there. Yeah. Okay.
0: And you've had some experience with that,
1: right? Yes, I often have um, not conversations for yourself. <laughs> with people who are not there. And they usually agree with me. Yes, I have had some experience with that. I worked in a mental hospital. Um, and it's very eerie to see. I can remember a particular little man... Who was hallucinating, and he was talking to whatever or whoever he was seeing, sometimes in English and sometimes in Spanish. And after he that passed, and he was kind of calmed down again. I asked him what the difference was, and he said, "Well, I was talking to two kinds of people: some spoke Spanish, and some spoke English." Oh, okay. Thank you for talking to me about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, fortunately, we have um, wonderful medication now for schizophrenia, and. For those of you who are old enough to remember, there used to be huge, big brick mental hospitals in every community, or in every area. And usually that was for people who had schizophrenia. But by now, since about the 1970s, the medication has gotten so good, we don't have to look at those long-term hospitalizations anymore. Mm -hmm. And that's a wonderful thing and truly a blessing. Okay, So that's one major mental illness. Um, the, do you
0: know if there's any research on what causes schizophrenia?
1: There is more research than you'd ever be able to read. And particularly in the old days when we couldn't medicate it, you would see people on corners talking to themselves. Mm-hmm. I remember one man who was rather charming who said he used to preach to the alligators until, until they got back in the water. Um, but people would do very strange things. Um, And there is an enormous amount of research which has helped us discover the drugs um, that help. But do we have a a clear answer yet? No. No. The research is ongoing.
0: Now, do we think that it's passed down that you could have a schizophrenic family member, mother or father, and you're likely to get it?
1: It's not a sure thing. But one of the things that you always ask someone you're assessing who has it is, are there other cases in the family? Yeah. It's much more clear with bipolar, which I'm going to get to in a minute, okay? Okay. Um, so schizophrenia is still in some ways, we know how to treat it, but we're, we can't account for where it comes from. The other big major mental illness that we see all the time <clears throat> is bipolar. and. Again, we have made enormous strides in the medication to treat bipolar disorder. Um, Bipolar is considered a mood disorder where at one pole, think of the North Pole, is the manic stage where you're wild and crazy and grandiose Mm -hmm. and you spend money wildly and no matter what you do you're on top of the world, you just feel wonderful. Um, You do all kinds of things you wouldn't normally do. I knew a lady who bought bought a boa constrictor for a pet while she was manic one day and would never have done that in a normal state. Mm -hmm. So there's the high end of it. People who are manic are happy for a while and then they get kind of irritable. And they'll grump at other people kind of irritable kind of what do you mean what do you mean <laughs> you're being awful kind margaret <laughs> yeah people can get really really irritable in other words anything if the wind is the wrong way if an ant walks across the floor they can become all kinds of upset and irritable and crazy. Yes. crazy
0: my stepdad was bipolar and right. it was very very difficult to live with
1: he would be very very irritable right yes stop breathing what do you say, yeah, to other he would people? get mad
0: about anything and everything anything he could think everything. of the neighbors he would be yeah. screaming about the neighbors yeah. mean, you and know, those, anything
1: and those birds chirp too loud the cats yeah stamping around everything yeah it's a terrible condition by yeah. poet. that's the manic stage it starts out happy but it never ends up happy um, and then there's the other end of the pole say the south pole where there is an unbelievable depression uh, Uh, You can't get out of bed depression, where it feels like the world is ending, and you don't care. Yeah, Um, and I've
0: seen that too.
1: You've seen both ends of it.
0: Laying on the floor for months at a time, just watching TV.
1: Yeah,
0: you know that's what he he would quit jobs that he would be making great money at, Mm. blame the boss, and get mad at the boss for stupid things, where he'd be making, you know a big figure income and he yeah. would just quit because the boss slighted him in some small way wow and it was a sales type job so you know yeah that's what gonna happen in that kind of environment But he
1: must have been wonderfully charming when he was in the upstate yes hilarious the think, yeah. funny he yeah. looked like he should have fit in with the
0: like one of the godfather movies or like yeah. uh yeah. Goodfellas, goodfellas you know goodfellas. Yeah. he could have been laughed he would have been the guy laughing at the table with ray Liotta and yeah. making all of those guys laugh right. he would have been the one making everybody laugh
1: but he wouldn't take the medication of course
0: yeah it was the problem oftentimes he would do well and then he would say oh, i don't need the medication right. and right. then he'd get off it
1: i was talking with a very honest gentleman not that long ago on the phone, who's been diagnosed with bipolar for years, he never knew whether or not to believe it. Um, but his longtime girlfriend had left him, telling him that it was the bipolar symptoms that, you know, made made her leave him. So he really was forced to look at it in a different way. And what honest people will tell you is that there is no feeling known to humanity as wonderful as being manic. Yeah. And I've had many people tell me that.
0: We had a client say to us recently that.
1: Yes, we did. It feels wonderful. So taking the medication means the, the mania, it, the, it's going to bring you back to a more normal state. And why would you want to take a medication that's going to take that feeling away from you? Okay, so people stop taking their medications every mm-hmm. now and then. And then they get into all kinds of trouble. Um So that's one of the difficulties. Finally, we have medications for bipolar. They're a little more complicated than the ones for schizophrenia. And most psychiatrists are really good with bipolar. And sometimes they have to mix and match the meds for a while before they find the right one for you. And if you're irritable, you don't want to wait, which is another thing that makes things difficult sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But I think probably um, bipolar is a lot more prevalent.
1: It's a lot more prevalent than schizophrenia, thank God. Um, Bipolar is much more treatable. Um, if If you have bipolar disorder, you can live a perfectly normal life if you can come to terms with the medication. You have to learn when you're starting to get manic and you have to see a doctor immediately if you start to feel like you're going in that direction which of course people don't want to do, but once you've got it, you've got it. So if you know you're on the way up, um, then you need to see a doctor immediately so you don't get into a full-blown manic state. Um, I remember I worked with one woman one time in a clinic where I worked, and if she was starting to go into a manic state, the first thing that would happen is she'd come in with more rouge on than she ever wore normally, and that was our first clue. And then the next thing she would do is she would start talking about all the wonderful things she was buying on the Home Shopping Club. The Home Shopping Club has no investment in curing bipolar disorder, I can assure you. Because one of the famous classic things that people do when they're starting to be manic is spend money wildly. Yeah. Whether or not they have it. Yeah. Okay, So I'm sure the Home Shopping Club just loves this, this disease. You can become psychotic. At the high end of it or the low end of it. Psychotic, we mean you lose contact with reality altogether. And you can become paranoid at either end of the disease. Okay? So if you have bipolar, there's no treatment for it other than the medication. Once you've got the medication and you're in, you're stable, then sometimes psychotherapy and all manner of other things will help. Mm -hmm. But not until the bipolar is under control. Now, what made me repeat this today is I talked to two people in the last couple of weeks who had had a bipolar partner. And one guy, again a very honest guy, said he kept saying to his girlfriend, you don't need that medication, you're doing great. Okay? What he didn't understand was that it was the medication that was keeping her doing great. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Okay, but you know it was no fault of his. No one teaches us this in school. Yeah. So if you or someone you're with um, is bipolar, do not despair. In fact, there's a there's an ad out right now for Vraylar, V R Y A L A R. That's just excellent, and it shows a woman in a manic state. And you see her kind of running around her house at night and she gets out a ladder and she's going to do a a repair that she didn't get to during the day. And then she comes back in the house and she's still agitated and she's ordering expensive cameras on the computer. It's a great description of what it's like to have someone who's manic.
0: Can you talk a little bit more about the paranoia? You were saying that either end.
1: At either end. There's a, a category of schizophrenia called paranoid schizophrenia where, you know... All manner—you can be getting ra- messages from the radio about what you should do. Um, you can feel like you're—I had talked to one guy at one point who said he was getting radio transmissions from the tankers off the shore through the fillings in his teeth, and they were telling him what to do. Whenever you're talking about paranoia, you—you you have thoughts flying through the air. You know, um, messages were coming to him. Um, messages were coming to the guy from the tankers, too. Um, And it's a very scary position for people. But usually an adjustment in the medication will help. Okay? Paranoia doesn't inevitably go with bipolar disorder, but if you're at either extreme, if you're extremely manic, people think the CIA is after them. Okay? Or any other of those agencies with all those letters. Okay. Now, do
0: you think there's a difference in the paranoia, like as a, for the depressed ver- end versus the manic end, or is it? No,
1: somebody's always after you if you're paranoid. Yeah. Um, you would see the paranoia in the prison system very, very clearly because a lot of the guys in there had either bipolar disorder um, or schizophrenia, and the guy would come and say, "Well, Miss Foley, um, that guy over there is having bad thoughts about my mother." Well, how do you know that? Well, I can read his thoughts as they're, you know, while I stand here. No, you can't read anybody's thoughts, and, you know, your condition is telling you something that isn't true. What I want to emphasize with this one is if, you have, if you're with somebody who's got bipolar disorder, find out about the medications immediately and find out if they're specifically for bipolar disorder and if this person intends to keep taking them. Okay, okay? extremely important for your own protection. Okay? Okay. Uh, there's a third men- major mental illness, which is major depression. Yes. And major depression is more common, unfortunately, than we wish it was. Um, it can be mistaken for bipolar depression because it's so severe but what usually happens is we don't want to think somebody's bipolar because that sounds like a bad thing to be so we diagnose them with major depression now if they really have major depression that works if we get it wrong and it's really bipolar then we've given them the wrong medication so that's it's a mistake that the field often makes that instead of acknowledging bipolar depression we call it major depression in any case um, there are plenty of meds for major depression.
0: Now, uh, do you think that a good majority of the people going through a breakup are experiencing a major depression?
1: Certainly some are. Um, mild to moderate depression would be more like it, but I have come across several people I thought were in a major depression, mm-hmm. and I have said to them, You need to find a doctor, you know, who can who can give you some medication for the depression because I don't want it to get any worse. At the worst of major depression, you can have symptoms that look like schizophrenia. You can hallucinate. You can be suicidal. Um, Major depression has some very... You can even be paranoid. Major depression has some severe consequences. And if
0: you are having any suicidal thoughts, please contact Mental Health facilities in your area. Yes. Contact your friends, contact your family, anybody. Just yeah. reach out to somebody. Reach out to somebody. Yeah. You know, you've got to find somebody locally who can help you with that. Right. Margaret and I are not equipped to handle issues like that. So you've got to find somebody in your area and if you are feeling, you know, seriously suicidal enough take yourself to the hospital
1: absolutely take yourself to the hospital that's a great thing to do um Mm -hmm. and the reason we say that is because most people who are suicidal feel totally different in 48 hours okay um and i mean i've had people say to me well don't i have a right to kill myself if i want to well yeah and there's nothing i can do about it except say That you know, don't cure the disease by by killing yourself. 48 hours later, you'll feel totally different. Yeah. Okay? So I just wanted to run through the diagnostic categories, and just remember bipolar. Has to be medicated. I used to have people call me and say, I have bipolar disorder, but I don't want to take the medication, so I want to come in for psychotherapy. And I wouldn't do it because it was a false promise. You have to be on the medication. If you're on the medication, I'll be happy to see you for psychotherapy.
0: Margaret, how long have you been doing therapy?
1: Oh, God. 35 years at least. Yeah. Yeah. And there are going to be a lot of
0: keyboard warriors out there that are going to get upset and angry at you because of you quote-unquote pushing medicine I'm pushing medicine on people
1: yes but all I can do is tell you the best of my impressions and there they are yeah and bipolar disorder is the only one where I really push medications I will suggest medications if you're depressed and I will be upfront about that but it's only with bipolar that I'm going to push it and
0: what about schizophrenia?
1: Well there's absolutely no question about schizophrenia and there's and it 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 doesn't hide as well as bipolar. People can be bipolar and nobody notices for a while, but if you're schizophrenic and you're hallucinating, you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty obvious it's when you pretty see obvious, it happening. Yeah. Mental health is absolutely critical. And if your partner is really struggling with either of these three major issues Yeah. The likelihood of turning it around is slim, unless they're willing to get professional help to deal with it. Okay, I recognize that a lot of you people are going to disagree with Margaret's opinion on medication. That's fine. But I can tell you, Margaret does a lot of research, and she takes a long time before she forms an opinion on a situation and handling this. I know her very well. And so she would not just come out and tell you guys this if she didn't thoroughly research this for years for years and have a lot of personal experience with this with adoption in the prison system and the foster care system and all the areas that you can imagine the most difficult challenging areas to work she's done it
1: the other thing is originally we didn't have the medication and the first medications we developed were for schizophrenia, because there was so much of it, and it was so pervasive. And just in the last couple of weeks, a friend of mine sent me an article from the New York Times about a psychiatrist who had passed away, and he was in his 90s. And he was really the first one who said that we can add medication to psychotherapy. And the first conclusion that we reached after that was if you took medication, you'd get better from whatever was ailing you. And if you did psychotherapy, you would get better. But finally, this guy had the idea that if you did both, you'd get better faster. Okay? And it's been a question, you certainly don't have to agree with me, but it's been a question that's been debated for many, many years. And oftentimes, out of the debate comes progress.
0: Okay? So... Think about what Margaret is sharing with you. Um, It's very important to understand that mental health is such a critical aspect of a romantic relationship. If you don't have that mental health, the relationship isn't going to be able to work for any long term.
1: And so many of the folks we talk with out there are generous. And if you really love your partner, you'll help them work with it and i have just recently seen some wonderful examples of that absolutely you know? yeah yeah okay all right
0: did you get everything out you wanted to share
1: i think i did
0: all right all right uh hopefully you guys found this informative and helpful and you know put a like on this video for margaret and her hard work and and research uh, of course if you want to get our help personally just go to my website AskCraig.net. Sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do emails and I do Skype. Margaret is also available for Skype coaching. Please feel free to sign up with me. I would love to talk with you. Just click on Margaret on the top of the website to do that. But that's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And we
1: will talk with you soon.